What's up, everyone? This is Clay here from Vaughn and Clay All Day, and I want to say thank you so much for listening in to another episode. This is the podcast where we interview real people with real stories that have been impacted and changed by a real God. And in this episode in particular, we're going to be talking about the difference between following a religion and then having a deep relationship with God. We've had some experiences with both, and we've seen that those are very different things, so we want to dive into that and talk about that. Next episode, we had the awesome opportunity to talk with our friend David, and he shared his story with us about how Jesus saved him and what God's done over the course of his life. So don't want to miss that one. But all right, let's get into this one. Let's get tuned into what God's doing. not about my my effort you know it's it's about the work of jesus christ on the cross yo 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 what up everybody thanks for uh tuning in to another episode of vaughn and clay all day i'm your co-host vaughn and i'm clay so pumped to get into this one yes i'm excited for this one clay it'll be good um i think it'll be Hopefully fruitful. Um, before we, we dive in, I'd love to just just pray us in. Is that cool? Yes. Awesome. Let's awesome. get into it. Yeah, well, Lord, thank you just so much for just the opportunity uh, for me and uh, Clay to just come together, talk about you, highlight you, Lord, especially in this, this episode. I pray for this episode. Anyone tuning in, uh, I just pray for them that they just have a bigger heart for you after they, they listen to this episode. And uh, just pray for... Any just, just curiosity to to stimulate Lord in, in people's hearts uh, tuning in who don't know you as well, uh, Jesus just use us as a vessel to just uh, highlight you and the work that you've done, uh, and you, that you continue to do as well. Those are conversations in your name. We pray, Amen. Amen. All right, so we're talking about religion versus relationship is is the uh, title uh, of this episode. What does that mean? What are we defining, Clay, as religion and relationship? So yeah, that's a great way for us to start it off is talking about the difference between what we're defining as religion and what we're defining as relationship. And to start there, I think I want to dive into what the dictionary definition for religion is because a lot of people talk about religion and that can mean a lot of different things to different people. And what it says in the dictionary is religion is the belief in and worship of a superhuman controlling power or a personal God. So that's not really what we're talking about in this episode as religion, because, you know, we do believe God is a personal God. What we're talking about is man-made religion. And one way before we were getting into this episode, Vaughn, you found a quote, and it'd be awesome if you could share it, but it talks about religion being man's way to work to God versus relationship being God working his way down to man through Jesus, right? Yeah. So here, I have it pulled up here. It's uh, man's way to reach God is religion, but God's way to reach man is Jesus. Mm. And I think that's a great way to put it, right? And what we know, so we're defining religion that way as sort of man-made trying to work our way to God. Mm -hmm. And the reason why we're defining it that way just for this episode is because Jesus in his time on earth there were many religious leaders that opposed Jesus, and Jesus had to talk to them and and point them back to God, but they didn't want to follow him, right? 
And the reason why this episode is this topic was on my heart is because I know before I was following Jesus, I thought following Jesus looked like following a set of rules. Mm -hmm. I didn't think it looked like actually having a relationship with God. Right. But what we see in scripture is Jesus opposed the people who were only about mindlessly following rules. Mm, yeah. And so I, I have some examples of that. And people, these religious leaders that Jesus was often in arguments with, they were called Pharisees. Right. And the first example I want to go through, I'll just go through a couple quick examples. Mm -hmm. One is in Matthew 23, starting in verse 2. It says, The scribes and the Pharisees sit on Moses' seat, so do and observe whatever they tell you, but not the works they do. For they preach, but do not practice. They tie up heavy burdens, hard to bear, and lay them on people's sh shoulders, but they themselves are not willing to move them with their finger. Mm. They do all their deeds to be seen by others. And it, and it goes on. Jesus goes on to continue to sort of call out that heart of trying to just do actions in front of people, basically just to get the glory for that and not to give the glory to God. Right. And another example of that is in Matthew 9. This is when Jesus was eating with tax collectors and quote-unquote sinners, right? And what's ironic— well, we're all sinners. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. The Pharisees are saying, why are you eating with sinners, Jesus? Yeah. The reality is we're all sinful, Yeah. right? And Jesus' response is awesome. He says, those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick, go and learn what this means. I desire mercy and not sacrifice. Mm. For I came not to call the righteous, but sinners. So that's really good news for us, right? Because we're sinful. Mm -hmm. There's no person who in and of themselves is righteous, right? We can do a right. lot of good things, but we still aren't fully righteous. We'll fall short, yeah. We'll still fall short. And one more example of this is in Matthew 12. Mm -hmm. Jesus is walking through fields with his disciples, and his disciples were hungry, and they decided to eat some of the wheat in the field. But because it was on the day of rest, the Pharisees, the, the rule followers or teachers, mm -hmm. were trying to call them out and say, look at what your disciples are doing. That is wrong. And Jesus tells them, it's not wrong to act in love on the Sabbath, right? Mm -hmm. It's not about mindlessly following rules. It's about following God mm. and having a relationship with him. And once again, he told them, I desire mercy and not sacrifice. And just him repeatedly saying that to the people opposing him made me wonder more about what that meant. And where Jesus is getting that from is from Hosea 6.6, 6, which says, For I desire steadfast love and not sacrifice, mm. the knowledge of God rather than burnt offerings, meaning some form of sacrifice. And so what that means, and this just really convicts me, because I can go through life trying to do things for God, mm -hmm. but he wants to have a relationship with me, and he would rather have mercy on me and forgive me mm -hmm. and love me than for me to put on a show mm. and try to look like I have everything together. Yeah, And it's so easy to read these scriptures, to read these verses and think, man, those Pharisees were whack. I'm yeah. not like that at all. But the reality is, Often we have that same heart of thinking that we have it all together. Yeah. And we judge the people around us, holding them to a standard that God's not calling them to. Yeah. But in reality, God just wants our heart. 
God just wants a relationship with us, right? And that then just brings us into what a relationship really looks like. Because if religion, as we're defining it in this episode, is us working our way to God Mm -hmm. or us trying to build rules that God never created to be more righteous, then what is a true relationship? And the verse that shows that really well is in John 17. It's John 17, 3, which says, this is eternal life, that they know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. Mm. So this is, this is Jesus speaking, and he's saying, eternal life is knowing God. Mm-hmm. It's not following rules. It's not doing things that look good in front of other people. It's actually having a relationship with God. Yeah. Which that's convicting to me. And shout out to our friend Dakota. Shout out Dak. Hey, shout out Dak. Come on the come on the show. C- come on the pod, bro. Snack Dak. We appreciate you. <laughs> Snack but <Dak. laughs> he he always, whenever this verse comes up, he points out something that just always makes me feel convicted. If eternal life is knowing God, mm. and we don't like having a relationship with God here, or we maybe we like that, but we're uncomfortable, and this is me sometimes, uncomfortable talking with God, right? uncomfortable spending time in his word. Spending time with him. Spending time with him. (laughs) Then eternal life with him will be sort of awkward. Mm -hmm. And we know it won't be because God has forgiveness for that and and it will all be perfect in heaven. But what I'm saying is if heaven's perfect and heaven is knowing God, then shouldn't the number one thing we should be doing on earth is knowing God Mm -hmm. and having a relationship with him? And that just makes me feel convicted because right. my tendency is to want to try to do things for God, right? not just to try to know him. And one, one last verse that I want to get into, just that highlights what it looks like to have a relationship with God, is in Galatians 4. And in Galatians, Paul is talking about how before we knew God, before anyone ever had a relationship with God, they had no connection to God as like in a personal way. Mm-hmm. But because of what Jesus did on the cross for us, if we believe in him, we don't just have a small relationship with God. We actually get to be his children, mm-hmm. right? So it's in Galatians 4, starting in verse 4, it says, But when the fullness of time had come, God had sent forth his son, that's Jesus, born of woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law, so that we might receive adoption as sons and daughters. Mm, so and good. because you are God's children, you have the spirit of Jesus in our hearts, right? Mm-hmm. So we aren't workers just working mindlessly to please God. And I, I, I all the time think, and I, and I get into that mindset that I need to do something for God. Mm, but what same. does a parent want from his kid? He just wants quality time, mm-hmm. right? They want to, A parent wants to spend time together and wants their heart wants a deep relationship with them, right? Absolutely. Uh, and then finish off that uh, verse seven there. So you are no longer a slave, but a yeah. son and, and a, daughter. Mm-hmm. And if a son and daughter, then an heir through God. Uh, yeah, 100%. Oh, so good. It's so good. So that's, that's a part of what that relationship looks like is mm-hmm. we, we don't have to do these mindless things to try to please God. No, we're, we're his children mm-hmm. because of what Jesus did for us. Absolutely. Man, Clay, you went off. I love it. These are just things that have been on my heart that 
you know, I know before I knew Jesus, I was really confused mm-hmm. about what people who follow Jesus believed or what Jesus taught. And I would have said that Jesus was a moral teacher that just taught rules. Mm-hmm. But what I wanted to show just through that is, no, Jesus actually opposed the people who were enforcing rules for no reason. What he wanted right. was a relationship. Yeah, and that's exactly the point he he tries to make back then and even now, right? Like, yes. I love that you you said the employer thing because that's, that's so true. Mm-hmm. I feel like one before I believed and placed my faith in, in Jesus, which actually is yeah, in four days will be three years officially yeah so let's go uh, yeah but um spiritual birthday party spiritual birthday party yeah exactly (laughs) no it's like because like and i love the fact that you know god is our father yeah because that's such it's like better connection than a like a boss oh so much you know we're not just better we're you're exactly right we're not trying to just impress or get that promotion from him like it doesn't matter where we are in life like he wants us Yes. Like, don't think like on the opposite end of like, you know, you and I, we thought we were too righteous or like we're too prideful. Like, oh, we're we're good. We don't need God. Like Mm -hmm. on the opposite end, like people can be so like, I don't know if I'm good enough. I don't Mm -hmm. know if he'll accept me. Like, in all reality, God loves you. He wants you wherever you're at. A hundred percent. It's not about you. You can't be good enough to get your way in without Christ. You can't be bad enough to exclude yourself from being saved through Jesus, right? Because it's not about being, quote unquote, good or bad. You know, at the end of the day, we're all sinful and God loves us all and just wants a relationship. Absolutely. No, I I love it. And it's like, man, like just think of like, you know, and even if like you're, say you grew up with a father or mother that weren't like, like the most loving or caring. Yeah, maybe a tense relationship or a broken relationship yep. with a parent. Yep, exactly. Like, that doesn't matter because the Lord, you know, like, God is a father who loves you. Like, he cares for you. He wants yes. what's best for you. Like, and and obviously, that might be hard. I know it was kind of hard for me to relate that because I had, I don't know, I had a loving father, but like, it was hard to realize, like, even now to this day, I'm like, wow, you know, God is father who loves me and cares for me yes like kind of like what we said in our last uh, topical like we're not perfect still even if we have placed our faith in jesus exactly obey in jesus like we'll still have doubts and questions but i think just having that hope that like spending eternity with god or like god knows what's best for us right yes jesus said that example too what that should look like Mm-hmm. And what and that and it's not on our righteousness because we're broken and sinful. No yeah. matter how good we do, quote unquote, good. Yeah, exactly. Right. Okay. Yeah. So um, now I love. Sorry, I'm kind of backtracking here, but you you just blasted us with a bunch of verses, and I love it. And I'm nothing compared to you in in terms of my that's not biblical true, knowledge. No, dude. no. <laughs> those are. You're so good at that, bro. But the reason why um, I pulled that scripture is just because it's stuff that convicts me. You know, like I look at the Pharisees and how they want to compare. Yeah. And how they want to just talk about their own righteousness. Yeah. And I see that in me. And so that's that's the reason why I brought it up. 
Man, but it's so good. So anyone listening, like if you have questions about the Bible, go to Clay, not me. No, no, <laughs> don't, don't don't go to either of us. No, I'm just yeah, playing. don't go to either of us. <laughs> actually, no, actually, for real, go go to us if you have questions. We Talk to love, someone. We'd yep. love to point you in the right direction. Yep, yep. Even if it's like you're on the fence with it, you know, like we're not gonna, you know, like tell like if you even if you're timid about like you've never asked anyone about what the Bible means or like what is or even this certain topic what it means like. Hit us up. You know, we, we're two guys who you guys can trust. Um, exactly. And, you know, we don't have all of the answers, but we'll point you to Scripture or yep. we'll we'll pray with you and walk you through walk it. Through you know, it. Yep. We just want to see people see what God really is calling them into and, and get to know God in a real way. Yep. I'd much rather have you guys. And, and plus, it would be a great, kind of on this topic, it would be great to just build more of a relationship with us so you can get to know us more personally. If, I mean, 100%. if that's something, but... Um, even if you're on the fence, like, you know, I highly, highly encourage just to ask those questions and just come to us or whoever. But anyways, so since you got some verses out there, I'm going to get a couple here myself, Clay. Let's um, go. <laughs> no, no, nothing as good. I mean, it's all good. It's all God's word. <laughs> uh, I want to highlight Matthew 7, uh, 21 and 23, but mm. not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but the one who does the will of my father who is in heaven. On that day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and cast out demons in your name and do many mighty works in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of lawlessness. Mm. Oh man, that's tough to hear. Uh, so basically, that makes me feel convicted. Yeah, same. It's basically, you know, Jesus wants a relationship with you. like, And, and then out of that, you'll have obedience uh, for for Jesus and people exactly. like, you know, people look at like I'll be honest. People look at we were talking about this right, Clay. Like people look at us and they're like, "Oh man, those those guys are just like doing stuff to to get salvation." Mm-hmm. You know, from an outside perspective, or like, "Oh, they're two crazy guys who love Jesus who's not alive." Like, yeah, totally wrong. Like yeah. Jesus is alive. You know, we brought people in, highlight the work that He's done in in people's lives in our lives. Yeah, and then too, it's like no, we like. I don't know. Okay, I might go on a little soap soapbox. I don't. Go I don't want it. to butcher another uh, freaking. Uh, what, what was that one I had? The the the, the world is an oyster. The, <laughs> the world is an oyster. What was I saying? <laughs> um, no, like uh, I don't know. Like people have this, and I did too. Like that, just typical American mindset, the cultural Christian of like, okay, church is on Sunday. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go. If I don't go. That's all right. I'll hit it up next week. You know, like yeah, no, like Jesus loves you and He's pursuing you, and God's pursuing you every single day. Yes. Like, what justice? You know, what does that do if you're just like, yeah, I'm not gonna put priority on on that or not pursue God. You know, yeah. Like, pray on that too. Like, if you have questions on, like, go to prayer. Go to talk to God. Yes. But basically, um, what the scripture is saying, you know, like, the day you die, you know, if you don't place your faith in Christ. You know, Romans ten nine. you know, yeah. believe in your heart and confess in your mouth that Jesus is Lord. And even what John 14, 6, like I'm in the way, Jesus literally says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one will come, come to the Father. No one will go to heaven except through me. Yeah. Like right here, he says, you know, I never knew you. Yes. That would be terrifying. That's convicting. You know, I think a lot of my life, I spent time trying to do things for God. Mm-hmm. But I could spend my whole life doing things for God. Mm-hmm. But if I don't know God and God doesn't know me, yeah, it doesn't matter. Right. 
right? Exactly. He's going to say, I don't know you, bro. That, and, yeah. So that's Keep why, going, yeah. It, it, that's, I don't know, that makes me feel convicted and it makes me want to reprioritize what I do and spend my time just getting to know God, right? And we get to know him through serving him, for sure. Yeah. But if my heart's just trying to please God, I can't do that. Yeah. That's what Jesus did for us. Yep. We just need to have a relationship with him. Absolutely. And he just wants our heart. Exactly. Like, the reason why, you know, and I shared this a little bit about my testimony. If you guys are new, like, check out episode zero is me and Clay's testimonies. Um, but, like, before I knew Jesus, like, I served because I was, like, you know, I was, I was a good good kid, morals, you know, like. Yeah. But that's not what gets me to heaven. It's, exactly. It's, you know, trusting in Jesus, having faith in Jesus. And then through that, like, he's he grabbed my heart, and now I'm serving out of obedience to him. Mm-hmm. The, a, a really good analogy, if anyone, you know, loves analogies like me. <laughs> I saw this video, Clay. I told you a little bit about this yesterday. This guy literally, now believe me or don't believe me, it's not my story, but he literally he literally went to hell for like 20, 23 minutes. He's 23 minutes. And, you know, we can link that in our in in uh in a story there or on our on our Facebook page. But um basically what he was saying, so he had this whole sermon he talked about his experience. And then he went he had on a, a vision. Yeah, he had a vision. Yeah, yeah. So he literally, his soul literally left his body. It was like three in the morning. He went to get a cup of water, left his body, was in hell. Mm-hmm. And he was literally, he was saying, he was like, I was isolated. I was in a prison cell. There's demons around me. Everyone was screaming and on fire. Mm. And it was so scary. Like, like the most terrifying thing to him was when he was little, a shark like grabbed him when he was surfing. Yeah. And he was terrified. And apparently that compares nothing to what that. 20 minutes felt in hell mm-hmm. or even five seconds in hell. Yeah. And long story short, you know, I'll, we can link the, that video. It's awesome. Uh, later. But anyways, he went to a radio show. Mm-hmm. The guy isn't a believer. He doesn't believe in Jesus. And he asked Bill, he's like, okay, well, I don't believe in the Bible. I don't believe that you're God. Like I believe that what I can do, will work and I'll get to heaven. Mm, he thinks he's good enough. He on thinks his own. he's good enough. Yep, self-righteousness and mm-hmm. and Bill is like, hmm. Good, you know, I you know, thanks for sharing that with me. So here's an analogy. And he didn't know what to say. Thankfully the Lord gave him an analogy in his head. Yeah. He's like, okay, everyone listening, like picture this. Picture like the I don't know, your your most favorite celebrity for us, me and Clay's LeBron. So save LeBron moved to Omaha. Yeah. And you and he has like the biggest house. Like say you you, you just us just having the nerves to walking up to him and be like, Hey man, moving in. I mean yeah. I'm, I'm good enough. You got I, any room in your basement, bro? Yeah, you got a room in your basement. I'm good enough. I'm I'm coming in. Just assuming that we're going in just because we're like, Oh yeah, yeah we're good. Like, yeah, we did some good things. Yeah, we did good things. LeBron's not gonna he's gonna be like <laughs> no bro you? I don't know you that's what Jesus is saying you know yeah. I never knew you or God God the Father is saying I, I never knew you yeah like exactly even if we have a LeBron jersey yeah even if we watch every Lakers game yeah, I watched your 2016 block that was amazing yeah like, I saw all your highlights well, yeah but I didn't know you I don't know you and that's exactly the analogy it's like imagine if you we did have you know that relationship with LeBron before he moved to hypothetically in Omaha yeah like He'd be like, hey, Clay Vaughn, what up? Yeah, you guys can stay in my house. You guys can come in. You guys can live here. Exactly. Just because we're so tight with him and we ha- we've built that relationship. Yeah. But like, isn't that, oh, it just it made total sense when he said that. Yeah. When Bill it's said the same that. It's the same thing with God. Yeah. If we don't know him, we can try to do things for him. Mm-hmm. 
we can try everything we can to be good enough. Yeah. And that's what I tried all my childhood, all mm -hmm. through high school, even through my first couple years of college. Right. Just trying to do everything as good as I can. Mm -hmm. It's not enough. No. Because if God doesn't know us, yep. all he wants is our heart and uh, for us to have a relationship with him. Yeah. We can try to do so many good things. Yep. It's never going to add up to be enough of that gap because we're still sinful. Yep. And and to add on to that before I move on to my next verse here, it's like people, you know, there's so many things here on earth that people love, like me and myself included, right? Like, yeah, like if heaven is spending eternity with with Jesus and with God, like people would be like, then why? Like if I it's convicting me because if I can't love and I don't love Jesus here on this earth, how am I going to love him for eternity? Exactly. Right. On the flip side of that. It's better for me. I'd rather spend eternity with Jesus and God than in hell. Yes. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like, so if you're on the fence, it's like, which side are you? You know, like, I'd if I were you, I'd rather spend time with, with Jesus and God because he is love. He is mercy. He is grace. And he, you know? want, he wants to have that relationship with he you. He wants to have that it's relationship It's not about your performance. You. Yes, exactly. Thank you. Um, sorry, that was a long one, but... Move on to, good. to my next one here. I have Ephesians 2, 8 to 9. For by grace you have been saved through faith. Mm. And this is not your own thing. It is the gift of God. And I know we've talked about this and what the gospel is. like. Yeah. Not a result of works so that no one may boast. Mm. And obviously that last part is like, you know, pride is a huge sin problem that everyone has, I think. Yeah. I think everybody has. I know I do. I know, me too, for sure. But before grace, you have been saved through faith. And it's not your own doing. Exactly. It's the gift of God. That's it right there. That's it. Like, yeah. I don't know. To us, it's super simple. But like, if anyone has questions about that, listen to our gospel episode. Listen just to any of our other episodes of, you know, where people have been, where yeah. we've been, or even just hit us up. Like, I don't want to spend too much time because I know we got to kind of go through here more. But the last verse, Clay. Mm -hmm. is Galatians. I mm. love this. You had to run and go get something, and I was blasting some Kanye, and um, <laughs> this kind of came up. Galatians 1, 6 through 10. Uh, this is Paul talking to uh, the Church of Galatia. Um, I am astonished that you are so quickly deserting him who called you in the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel. Man, that's so convicting, right? Mm. It's so easy to want to turn away and yeah. follow the world. Follow the world, exactly. Not that there is another one he literally says, no, there is yeah. <laughs> but there are some who trouble you and want to distort the gospel of Christ. Um, so, you know, there, you got to be careful. Some There's some false gospels out there, you know. Yeah. But even if we are an angel from heaven, should preach to you a gospel contrary to the one we preach to you, let him be accursed. As we have said before, so now I say again, if anyone is preaching to you a gospel contrary to the one you received, let him be accursed. Now, this is my favorite part. For I am now seeking the approval of man or of God. Mm. Or am I trying to please man? If I were still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. Mm. That's convicting. Oh my gosh, so good. Yeah, and it, it's so easy to spend our lives, and I know I struggle with people pleasing and trying to please the people around me. But think the one person whose opinion really matters is mm. the opinion of God. Mm. Amen. And because of what Jesus did on the cross, I know 100% that he loves me mm -hmm. and that he wants a relationship with me. Yep. So why do I then spend my time trying to please the people around me or trying to build myself up 
so that I think that I can get my way to God. You know, but I obviously we can't do that. Right. Man, that's so good. Mm-hmm. Thanks. So now, now I got a question for you, bro, and just something that I want both of us to talk about. Okay. Because while I was going through this topic, I was thinking really the reason why this was on my heart and why this is on our heart to talk about is I know for me, before I came to know Jesus, mm-hmm. I thought that following Jesus just looked like rule following. Mm-hmm. I thought, okay, well, if I want a relationship with Jesus, that just means I follow a set of rules. And maybe if I do good enough, then I get to go to heaven. Mm-hmm. But when I actually opened scripture, when God opened my heart, it's nothing like that at all. Jesus was the one who did everything perfectly. Right. And if I put my trust in him, I get his righteousness. Mm. And all he wants is a relationship with me, not anything more. Why then do you think that the world, look, the outside world looking into our lives as believers or just looking into even Jesus' teaching, mm-hmm. why is it so common that people think following Jesus is a set of rules instead of us just having a relationship with him and that relationship leading to the change in our life. And is, is there anything we can do then as believers to make it clear to the people around us that it's not about following rules, mm-hmm. but that it's about actually loving God and loving people? Oh man, that's a heavy question. <laughs> um, I think, yeah, that's a good question. So part one, you're, so just to clarify, part one, you're asking like, why yeah. does it seem like it was, uh, why does it look like we're just following rules? Yeah, or maybe why or do people like, think that? Because okay, I think why if, people think that? Maybe okay, if yep. you went, if you went just somewhere and just interviewed random people, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people would think, if you ask them, what does it mean to follow God? Mm-hmm. I think a lot of answers would be related to following a set of rules. Yeah. Like but, going to church. Yeah, going to church. Probably that's number one. Yeah, you got to go to church. You got to, yeah. And, and though, you know, going to church is good. Re- reading your Bible is good. Praying is good. But we, we do those things because we have the relationship. Yep. We do those things because our eternity is secured. Yep. Not so that it is. So secured. that we can get it. Yep, exactly. So what, I guess why do, why do people think it's like that? And then how, what is that? And then, um, and then the what can question. we do to maybe make it more clear what Jesus is actually calling us into? Yeah, I think to answer that second point is like, talk about it here on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but it's funny because I don't think we're following rules like you and I, right? Because we're we're literally, we're literally obeying Jesus. So like, I don't know, there's this, this, this cultural, like American culture of like, okay, I'm going to read my, read my Bible or I'm going to go to church. I think we just don't, ha- I think there's a lack of understanding mm-hmm. of what God wants, like what the heart of it, ironically, yeah. what the, or, yeah, <laughs> ironically what the heart is, right? Yeah. So I think to show people why we believe in what we, it's like diving into scripture and then listening to the sermons that are, you know, gospel centered, like, cause Jesus wants our heart, like what we said, like he just wants our heart. Yeah. And from there, we just have an obedience and a love for Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. Like. It's kind of like that parent analogy talked about, like, you know, we have such a great father now that we're adopted sons and daughters of yeah. Jesus of, or of God. And like, we have a father who, who loves us and cares for us and we don't want to disobey it and obey him. Like, well, we're still sinful. That yes, doesn't mean we, we won't. Will. Yeah. And even if we do disobey, that doesn't mean that God hates us or, or that that changes our relationship with God. Yep. But because he loves us, yep. naturally, if you have a parent that 
loves you really well, mm-hmm. you'll want to follow them and you'll want to obey them. Right. But it's not like we have to. So we had church this morning um, at City Light and, and Chris was preaching. Shout out, Chris. Shout out, Chris. Come on the show. Come on the show, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, he was, it was so cool because he, he was making an analogy. We're going through Psalms and he was making an analogy of like, or not an analogy, just real life examples of his household. So he's got a family of four or a family of four kids. And he says every morning he does this thing where he's like, how much does daddy love you this much? And it's like, you know, eight inches. And then you then with his hands and he separates. These kids are like, no, this much. <laughs> and it's like two feet. No. no. And then this much. Oh. And he spreads it really wide. And then he gives a big hug. That's amazing. That's like what I picture God the Father, you know, like. Yeah, he loves us. And what he said is like, I always remind them, like, no matter what happens, what they do, good or bad, I'll always love them. Mm-hmm. And that's such a great picture Yes. Of what God the Father is. That is an amazing picture of that. You know? Yeah. And I think in our culture, for sure, Midwest, and definitely just America in general, and I'm a part of this 100%, is we like to see results. Mm-hmm. And we like to see our actions that we make lead to some result, mm, right? So in yeah. our head, we want to simplify God. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> you know, we want to yep. simplify God into being a checklist. Yep. You know, in the same way that we know, if you if you graduate high school, Mm -hmm. and then you go to college, you graduate college, then maybe you can get a job. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, we like to make things linear. Yep. And then maybe next is a family. I'm not sure. But a relationship with God isn't like that. It's not like, okay, first, you need to go to church every week. Yeah. And then next, you need to read your Bible every day. And then you can have a relationship with God. No. Yeah. It's the opposite. Yep. We first have our relationship with God because of what he's done for us. Yep. He has that unconditional love. And then through that, we don't go to church because we have to. We don't read our Bibles because we have to. We spend time with God because we want to. Yeah. And it's not always like that. I'll be the first to say, yeah. my heart isn't always in that place. Right. There are times where I Same. don't want to open my Bible. There's times where I don't want to pray. It can be hard. Uh-huh. But in those hard times, God's not up there thinking, oh, I don't know if Clayton's saved anymore. Mm-hmm. Because my salvation is 100% on what he did for me. Mm. not on what I do. But in our culture, we want to see direct outcome from our actions. That's but, a good point. But that's not what faith is like. Yeah. Religion says do, Jesus says done. Oh, right. Dang, that's fire. That's, yes. You're exactly right. We're so yeah linear in thinking. Like it's like we think of it like a math, like math class. Yeah. One plus one equals two. Yeah. When we should think of it more of like. We're bringing nothing to the table. It's yeah. It's like zero plus God equals infinity. You know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, it's so linear thing. That's such a great point, man. And I, I don't know. I str- I struggle with that. I know that's where I was at before. Is yeah. My thought process about, you know, before I knew Jesus, I thought, okay, I have some friends that know God. Mm-hmm. They must just do that, follow some rules. And if they do good enough, then maybe they'll get into heaven. Maybe it's a 50-50 shot. And I thought that because I thought it was all about performance. No. But it's not at it's all. It's not. You know, we know if you believe in your heart that Jesus is king and that you know that he died for you yep. and you know how much he loves you, then you're saved. Yep. It's just accepting that. Yeah. I mean, we always say at Romans 10, 9. That's you it. Know, you believe in your heart, confess in your mouth, you know, Jesus rose from the dead, you'll be saved. And then, you know, Tebow, you know, he made, he put three John three sixteen on the map, you know, yeah. God so loved the world. He gave his only son. Whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life, you know, like, Yes, it's so it's, good. it's it's so ironic because it's so laid out and so simple mm-hmm. for us. Yet, 
I think the religion part of it, the man-made stuff, like, oh, we got to do... I think the heart's there, but it gets all clouded mm-hmm. in terms of, like, the relationship, right? Like, yeah. Like, don't 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 cloud... Like, look through the clouds and re- just simplify it. Like, Jesus died for for all of us. Yes. He wants... The only way to, to heaven and to the Father is through him. Mm-hmm. If you confess and you believe with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, you're set, you'll be saved. And then from there... Yeah, that will lead to a heart change. Yes, exactly. But that heart change isn't what starts the relationship. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, but before we move on to then our, our next little thing we want to talk about in this episode, if you're someone who has doubts... Maybe you're like me or Vaughn before we knew Christ. My challenge for you, if you're listening to this, is see if those doubts are truly what God says in Scripture. Mm-hmm. Or see if those doubts that you have are actually doubts about God. Mm-hmm. Because I know for me, the doubts that I had were, well, I'm not good enough. Mm-hmm. I can't do all of the things God wants me to do. Well, that's not true, mm-hmm. right? That's an idea that I got from culture mm. and just believed it. But if I would have gone to God, I would have seen it's not about what I need to do. It's mm. about just trusting. Yeah. So I just want to encourage you. I know it, it's hard, but if you have doubts and you're interested in maybe having that relationship with God, mm-hmm. go to scripture, go to God in prayer mm-hmm. and see if the doubts that you have are actually doubts about God mm-hmm. or maybe they're just doubts you have about this idea about God that you got from culture. Yeah. Because it's good. There's a good chance we have doubts about the same things you have. Like if if you think you're not good enough to get to heaven, I would say you're right. Mm-hmm. We aren't good enough to get to heaven either. Jesus did it for us. Yeah. You know, but you don't have to be good enough. Mm-hmm. So my challenge to you is just go to God or or hit us up. We, we would love to talk to you about it. Then the next question that I have for you, Vaughn, is what does having a true relationship with God look like in our lives Hmm. you know so we talked about this idea that you know before i knew jesus i thought following jesus looked like rules but if we're saying that following jesus actually looks like a relationship how does that play out in your life you know i think it's fair to have a dictionary definition of relationship if we had it for yeah for religion so i pulled it up here (laughs) uh uh this is from google (laughs) <laughs> the way in which two or more concepts, objects, objects, or people are connected, or the state of being connected. Mm. So that connection. Yep, connection. Yep. So, you know, obviously, we may, we can't see God physically, uh, or spend time with Him physically, but we could definitely spend time with Him spiritually, prayerfully, um, in the Word. Like, there's a reason why it's the Holy Trinity: God the Father. Oh, Jesus' mm-hmm. Son, and then the Holy Spirit. What, in Acts, when Jesus said, peace out, I'm leaving, yeah. uh, he did, he ascended up to, to the clouds, and he's like, I'm going to leave you with a helper, and that's his Holy Spirit. Yeah. And that Holy Spirit is what helps, what is moving today. Yeah. Right? And if you believe in Jesus, it's living in you. Yeah. So we have direct access to God. Exactly. The same Holy Spirit. It's so crazy, dude. Like, it's a little tangent, but like, I took a trip over to Guatemala for a mission trip a couple, a couple of years ago, and it's like, that same Holy Spirit when we did worship, when we served the kids, like that same spirit, spirit I could feel there as if, and then when I'm here worshiping and at church, that same spirit's there. Yes, isn't that crazy? It's and that's so cool. South, 
I go to the Philippines, you know, my, my, my aunt, she's a, a devout Christian. She loves the Lord. And like, I went to their church, same thing. Same Holy Spirit. Isn't that crazy? That's so cool. So to answer your question, it's like spending time with Jesus in prayer and like talking to him every day. Yeah. Like we're doing this thing called daily office where it's like, and we're trying, we're not trying to make it check boxes. Yeah. But three times morning, afternoon, evening, checkpoints, talking to the Lord. Because so often we can go through the work day and mm-hmm. not think about God. Yeah, it's so easy just to get into our regular flow of the day and just completely miss out on what God's doing. Yep. And there's a verse. Okay, so there's that there's that uh, quote that I showed you that I love. It's uh, uh it's not it's not scripture, but it like I, I love it. It makes a good point. So, religion is a guy in church thinking about fishing. Relationship is a guy out fishing, thinking about God. Mm. So you're always thinking, you know, you always think of what's the best interest of not yourself, but what the Lord has for you, right? Yeah. So I guess spending time with the Lord is the the answer. Yes. That may look different for everybody. Yeah. Oh, completely. Like, what's your form of worship? For me, I love to work out. So I love, like, like even when I'm working out, I even pray, talk to God, you know? Yeah. Um, You know, it's it's different for everybody, but spending time with the Lord. Spending time with Him. I agree. Yeah. Completely. And I think part of having a deep relationship, friendship with someone, and it's the same with God, is just being honest and real. Yep. You know, I think yeah, I had this right. idea that, okay, if I follow God, then I have to only bring my quote unquote good thoughts to him. But he, God knows everything. He knows mm-hmm. where our heart is. So I think it looks like in the lowest of lows, going to God. And the highest of highs, going to God. And in the middle where life might be boring, going to God, yeah, you know, and it's being with him through everything because he's there with us. Yep. And definitely way easier said than done. Oh, totally. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think it's, for me, the way I see it play out is I can go into my day-to-day. Mm-hmm. Religion would say that what I do each day affects my relationship with God. Mm-hmm. It would say that what I do each day affects my standing with God. Mm-hmm. But because I have that true relationship, mm-hmm. I know on my worst day, God loves me just as much as he does on my best mm, day. Amen. So it's that peace that we can have mm-hmm. when it is really hard or when it even when it is great, mm-hmm. knowing, you know what? I have eternity with God, the God that loves me more than anything. Yeah. And that is just brings me so much joy. And what's awesome is that's available to anyone and everyone. Yeah, absolutely. There's no distinction. There's no person in the world that can't accept that. Yep. And you can't be too far away. And so I just want that to be encouraging. If you are someone who's following Jesus, be encouraged Yeah. that your relationship with him is set in stone and is secure. Yeah. So go to him, spend time with him, be honest with him. Yeah. Because he wants that deep, true relationship with you. And if you're someone who's who has doubts or or maybe doesn't believe in Jesus, be encouraged also because the same gospel we believe in is 100% available to you through faith. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I have a, a question back for you, yes. Clay. So it if it is a, about a relationship with God, mm-hmm. relationship with Jesus, and if it's if it's kind of like a friendship, or it is like a friendship, right? Like, yeah. So if I have a friend who I don't, I, I we don't talk. We talk only like once a month. Mm. If I do that same thing with God, does that count? Well. What I would say, well, what, what do you mean? Does that count? Is that still a friendship? I mean, that because we're I, talking about praying and talking to God. Every, I'm just being yeah, devil's advocate. No, right? it's a good question. I mean, I think 
at the end of the day, if you have faith in Christ, mm-hmm. you have that relationship. We can get in ruts where we don't talk to God, where yeah. we don't bring everything to him. Yeah. And what I would say to that question, if someone asked me that, I would say it's not necessarily about how much you're talking to him or if you're even thinking about, okay, I need to talk to him this much. Yeah. You're sort of making it a checklist, right? And it's like true going to him in everything. Yep. Way easier said than done. But I would say, you know, it can be hard to know what it should like go what what it should look like going to God. It's not something we talk about that mm-hmm. much. In culture, we don't talk about prayer or or what prayer should actually look like. Yeah. So if that's something you struggle with, hit us up. But I would say a deep relationship looks like constant communication, yeah. right? Scripture tells us to Good. pray without ceasing. Yep. Now, do we do that? No. <laughs> it's hard. Yeah. It's hard because we're still broken people. Yep. But it should look like going to him and everything. And I think to to add on to that and answer my own question, like that's why community is so important. Yes. Being with people who love Jesus too and love to, and talk to Jesus every day will point you back. Yeah, when exactly. You are lost. Yep, exactly. Because like, if I'm someone who like, well, I guess I could just talk to God every month. It's like, well, you're not gonna get a lot out of that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like you're not gonna. It's not a true relationship, like not a deep relationship, like we yes. what you said. So like, being community with other believers, other people who love the Lord, who talk to God regularly. That one, I hope it'll motivate you to, you know, talk. But also, you'll get to experience the fruit of yeah. the of the Spirit. Like talking talking to other believers, right? Yeah. Like, oh, maybe there is something more to you know. Maybe I should talk to God more. So yes, I mean, John seventeen three that we went through earlier. Mm-hmm. Eternal life is knowing God. And if we aren't comfortable with talking to God, yeah. Well, eternity with God won't be any more comfortable. <laughs> yeah. You know, for real. so spend time being with Him and and even listening to see what He might put on your heart. But no, I. I think that's a good question. And real quick before we wrap everything up, I want to tackle just a couple things because as I was praying into this episode, I thought about two questions someone listening might have. First, someone might have the question, well, if it's all about a relationship Mm -hmm. and not about what we do, then does what we do matter? Mm. And I would say, yes. It does. 100% what we do matters. You know, Paul says in Romans, just because your sins are forgiven, does that mean that you should just keep on sinning because they're forgiven? By no means. Right. You know? And one verse in particular that I think people might struggle with is James 2.26. And it says, faith without works is dead. Mm-hmm. And so, so people could say, well, if you're saying that all you need to have salvation is a relationship with God, then how can you reconcile that if faith without works is dead? And... What we know to be true is if you have that true relationship, mm-hmm. your life will change. Yeah, totally. And there will be works that are pointing other people around you back to God. Mm, but so catch good. me, those works are not what save you. Yep. You do not need those works to enter into a relationship with God. Right. But a true deep relationship will lead to your life looking differently. Mm-hmm. So first, just to clarify there, we aren't saying have a relationship with God so you don't need to love the people around you. Yep. No, if you have a relationship with God, you'll want... You will. Yeah, you will. You'll yeah. want to love the people around yeah. you. Yeah. Right? It won't be perfect. We struggle with that all the time. Mm-hmm. And then, secondly, we talked about Ephesians 2, where we know that 
by grace through faith, we've been saved and it's not our works. Mm -hmm. But then you might wonder, okay, why, why do we get baptized then? Mm. Isn't that a work? Why do we take communion? Yeah. Isn't that a work? And the point behind those is one, Jesus commanded us to do those things Mm -hmm. so that we can remember what he did for us. Right. It's not to build ourselves up and it's not us doing something just to do something. Yep. It, there, there's a reason behind it, and that reason is to give the glory to Christ. To highlight Him, yeah, exactly. Yeah, if the yep. work is highlighting ourselves, then something's wrong. Yeah, that's not of God. And we shouldn't do it. Yeah, and we shouldn't do it. Yep. But if the work is highlighting God, and that's clear, then that's why we do those things. It's to remember what God has done for us. Yeah, that's why I love baptisms. You know. Yeah, it's so cool to see that heart change. Yeah. They, their heart has been changed, so they're just going to show it to the world. It's awesome to be able to see that on display. Yeah, absolutely. Because we just had baptisms for all all of the uh, City Light churches here in, in town last week. Yeah, last week. Yeah, and that was so oh, it's just awesome. I, I'm you know I'm not so cool. I'm not that soft, but I almost cried. <laughs> um, hey, it wouldn't be soft though. You're right. I teared up a little bit. <laughs> but it was it was so cool, you know, because you're just celebrating just the redemption of Jesus in your life, right? People yes. celebrate. And when you go into the water, your old life is dead. Come up, you know, you have a new life. Oh my gosh. It's so awesome. good. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and those are things I think in particular, we'll take whole episodes to dive into in the future. Yeah. Yep. But the point of what we're trying to say is the difference between man-made religion and relationship in that aspect is a relationship leads to action driven out of love and for the purpose of giving Jesus the glory. Yep. But man-made religion is to build ourselves up and it's not giving God the glory. It's giving ourselves the glory. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and hit us up if you have questions. Uh, we, we're not experts, but we're just, we're literally, we're not going back to scripture. Yeah. We're not even close. We're, we're just going to scripture and seeing, you know, what, what the Bible says, because it is, we believe it is God's word and it is true. Yes. Um, actually, you know, one thing to wrap this up real quick, Clay, before we you close us out here. Yeah. Um, with anything else you have, but uh, one thing that's cool, and I just thought of this analogy, is it's just marriage. You know, you're married, mm-hmm. like with like relationships, right? Like, well, you and Caitlin, like, if you don't communicate, yeah. then you're not gonna be on, the same, on the same page. page. Yeah, you're not gonna serve, right? Mm-hmm. Like, same thing. Like, you got to be. That's the beauty of marriage, right? Just having that covenant. You yeah. know, it's kind of like yeah. Yeah. Right, marriage is a picture of the gospel. Of the gospel, exactly. Like Jesus loved us. He still loves us. And like, what are we to do if we are not talking to him? Yeah. Or not communicating to him. Like we're not doing any justice, especially if we call ourselves a Christian. Yes. Like talk to Jesus. Like learn yeah. from Jesus. Yeah, go to him in prayer. Go to him. You know, we realize that's way easier said than done. So Oh, totally. Yeah. Be on the lookout for an episode that we'll dive into what prayer actually looks like. Yeah. Because we realize that's hard. But we we want to encourage you, if you don't, quote unquote, know how to pray, Yeah, there's no, no one knows. There's no perfect way. <laughs> exactly. And it's not about praying the right way. No. It's about taking your heart where you're at to God. Amen. And just asking him to use you. Yep. And, and just, just laying out your heart to him and, and seeing what he does. Being vulnerable. And being, oh. being real. So, and then one, I forgot to mention that you make a good point or remind me of like, like the marriage uh, analogy or, or uh, the covenant of marriage. Like no matter what you do or what Caitlin does, 
you guys will still love each other because you're in that covenant. You, yes. You're in that relationship. Same with yeah. you and God. You know. Yes. Like no matter what we do, there's nothing. It's not gonna. He's gonna he's still love. gonna love us. Yes. Oh, how good is that? That's such good news. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. So, thank you for listening. For anyone who is maybe on the fence or has doubts about God, about what it actually looks like to follow God or if Jesus is God, let this just be encouraging that it's not about what you do. You don't have to have some awesome resume. Mm-hmm. It's about having a true relationship. Right. And if you're someone who is following Jesus, let this be encouraging because if you're going through a hard time, Jesus doesn't love you any less. Mm. If you're going through a great time, Jesus loves you the same amount, right? Mm-hmm. His love is constant, and he is the only one that can love us fully, unconditionally. So just mm. be, be encouraged by that. And the application we want to call you into and us into is just having a deeper relationship with God, which looks like, like you said, spending time with him mm-hmm. and just going to him with everything. And also, know, and just to reiterate too, like it doesn't matter, matter where you're at in life. Like, yeah. if, if you don't believe in God, don't believe in Jesus, like, because you think you're you're not enough or you're not ready, like, he'll take you as is. Yes. Like, he loves you. He loves you. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, all you got to do, like, you know, we always say this, Romans 10, 9, confess with your heart, or with your mouth, and, and believe in your heart yes. um, that Jesus raised from the dead. You'll be saved. It's like, that's it. It's so simple. And then... Yeah, just if this has been encouraging, like not even the, just this episode, but just our last episodes, like let us know. If you have any questions, let us know. Like we love hearing all y'all's stories. Like even if you don't, you know, if you're kind of timid to to share your own story, like even just hit us up saying, yeah, this has just been such a huge encouragement because that, that gives us like motivation. Like, oh, wow, what we're doing is, is fruitful. Yeah, right? God is actually using this. Yeah, it, we're not doing this for the clout. We just want to highlight Jesus, highlight God. Yes. And then also just highlight just the work that he does around us. So like, 100%. that would mean a lot if you guys can, if you just, and we'll give you a shout out too. We won't, we won't say your name if you don't, if you don't want us to, but yeah, um, that just mean a lot. And if you have questions too, on the flip side, if you yes. have questions, let, let us, us know. know. We'd love to walk through you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we would love oh. <laughs> we'd love to walk with you through those questions and yeah. just dive into those with you okay well before I butcher anything else I'll close this out in prayer yeah King Jesus God we love you so much just thank you so much for this opportunity to really talk about what it looks like to have a relationship with you hmm. Lord I so often think it looks like following a set of rules but we know you just want our heart And when we give that to you, you'll work through us and you'll change our actions, but we don't need to do that to have a relationship with you in the first place, God. So really, anyone who feels inadequate, let them know that they're only one step away from having a relationship with you, Mm. God. And anyone that does have a relationship with you, let them just feel so encouraged knowing that that relationship is secure and nothing can ever break that relationship, Lord. So thank you just for this opportunity to highlight what you're doing. God, continue to use this to to reach anyone who needs to hear your word. We love you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Boom. Well, thanks for listening in to another yes. episode. Thanks, all. We we love you guys. We appreciate the support. If you have any questions, like Vaughn said, if you've been encouraged in any way or you want to share your story, hit us up. We we want to talk with you. Yeah. We we, we want to be in communication with you all. So just thanks for the support. We, we love, love you, you guys. Peace out, y'all. Peace. <laughs>